welcome back to the Big Red Hockey Cast. Today I'm here with my boy Akshay. How you doing, Akshay? Doing great. How are you, Alex? I'm doing great. You know, it was a great weekend for the Big Red getting the sweep of Mercyhurst, but let's break down those games a little. Let's start with game one. Uh, unreal performance by the Big Red. Um, shuts out Mercyhurst 3-0. Deanna Frazier looked unstoppable with 17 saves. She was tested quite early, but I think she was strong. Oh, yeah, and, and definitely good on the Big Red to play shutdown defense like that. I, I, I absolutely loved that defensive performance from the Big Red. Honestly, it's some goals. Two-goal night for Gillis Frechette, our captain, as well as KJ, Caitlin Jockums, with the tally, and that sealed the deal for the Mercyhurst Lakers, I would say. Yeah, and I mean, one of the captains, Izzy Daniel, posted two assists. That was just an unreal performance, busy on the ice, and just making sure that the Big Red got enough opportunities. Yeah, and I mean, you know, how about game two, though? Game two, you know, we get the we, we get through the first night, you know, change up the mindset a little bit, try to get the sweep. You know, how did game two go? Game two, a little bit of a rocky start, down one goal. However, after that, the women just turned it on. 7-2 oh. blowout was the final score. Oh, and a huge advantage in shots. It was 32-20. to 20. Very physical game, I would say. Honestly, it was. Uh, you can sort of see the frustration a little bit after the, you know, the, the second period from the Mercyhurst Lakers. I would say, you know, de- definitely a very physical play. You know, Izzy Daniel posted two goals and an assist. Lily Delianidis had three assists, and you know, Deanna Frazier again, strong in net with 18 saves. So you know, a, a very, very solid performance for the Big Red. I would say. Yeah, and I think I think part of that performance was staying out of the box. Um, after that first penalty that gave Mercyhurst that first goal. The they knew not to not to go back in the sin bin. Oh yeah, and it really helped them make sure that they have all the scoring opportunities as opposed to the Lakers. Yeah, of course, and of course, some notable offensive performances of the weekend, as we said, Gillis Frechette, the captain, a three goal weekend for her, five points in two games, brings her career to uh, eighty eight points so far. So you know, pushing ever closer to the hundreds points club, and I'm I'm, I'm betting you it's going to happen this year. Oh, at some point, going to happen this year. And also, the score sheet was full of all different names, eleven to be exact. Um, with combined apples and goals. Oh, yeah, yeah, I would say. I would say Alyssa uh, with uh, the hat trick, you know, three goals on seven shots. Absolutely nuts. You know, and that's the first goals or points of her collegiate career. So, you know, big shout-out to her. Congratulations. And, of course, you know, I don't want to take this too long, but, you know, let's, uh, let's, let's get to the sin bin this week because we have two very, very special guests this week. We have the captain, Izzy Daniel, and Lily Delianidis. So without further ado, let's cut right to it. Welcome back to the Sinbin here on the Big Red Hockey Cast. Today we have two special guests. We're joined by Lily Delianidis and Izzy Daniel. How are you guys doing? Thanks for joining us. Good. Thanks for having us on. Awesome. Awesome. So let's talk about, you know, game one first. Quick weekend recap. You know, a 3-0 Cornell victory and certainly a battle to end the Lakers winning streak. But, you know, what was the mindset going uh, from that first night going into game two? Well, I think the first game of the season, uh, it's kind of easy to get up for and easy to get motivated for. You know, it's the first game of the season, so we're all pretty excited to get on the ice and compete against someone else. So I think it's just channeling that energy and bringing it into game two and uh, staying consistent with our play uh, from game one to game two um, is really important and just making sure we're doing the little things right, uh, competing hard, playing tough, um, and also having fun out there. And I think we did a good job of that. Yeah, I would agree with that. And um, also just consistent theme that week. Uh, We talked about mental toughness, and I think that was another big thing going into game two. Like, we just 
came off a win, but could we continue that into the, um, you know, the next day at 3 p.m.? And I thought we did a good job of that. You know, we were down 1-0, and then um, we played hard and continued to keep the scoring streak alive, too, at the end and battled throughout the, the game. So it felt good to get the sweep. Yeah, I really like how you mentioned the um, down one goal, but then coming back. Um, what What do you think went well? What do you think was the correct part of that game? Um, and kind of seeing that even though you were down one goal, you still had the ability to come back and score so many in the second and third. I think especially early in the season, it's encouraging when you're down a goal and the team, we never wavered. We knew we were going to come back. There was never a doubt in anyone's mind that, you know, we could come back from, a, you know, however many goals down, we're not going to quit. And we just kept working and playing our game. And uh, we knew if we just stuck to our systems and how we played, like we were going to be fine. So I think it was uh, really important for us as a team to learn that, um, you know, it's important to face adversity, especially early in the season. And I think it's just a a good little step for us moving forward, um, you know, because you're going to get scored on sometimes and you're going to be down in games. And it's how you respond after that. Yeah, just echoing that statement. um, It was obviously early on in the season so it was our first time being down by a goal but I thought um like we have a really good group of girls this year and I think it was just easy to tell like when we were down that there is no doubt in our mind that we were going to come back and score and it was just kind of feeling that we had I would say on the bench in the locker room that we were going to come back and continue to you know score and crawl our way back into the game so yeah I mean you mentioned about dealing with adversity and definitely a big weekend for the big red on special teams as well especially for the power play Power play posting 75% going three or four in honestly what I thought was one of the best power play performances I've ever seen. You know, and as both of you are on the power play and recorded points, you know, what was it like to be part of such a, you know, a dominant performance? Yeah, it was definitely exciting because it's something that we've been working on for uh, this entire season and last year as well. And we had some changes even from last year to this year and also just the start of the season too we switched things around and um it was exciting to know that like all the work that we put in came through um I think our power play scored and um uh, Alyssa Rigaldo Reggie Baum put one in too so it was kind of nice to see uh all the power plays um working together and putting in some goals had the Hattie too yeah that was nice to see (laughs) I know defenseman too so that's always exciting Uh, I agree, though. I think we didn't get a power play in the first game, so I think we were kind of itching to get out there. Um, And, you know, special teams are a huge part of the game. A lot of times the game's won and lost on on the power play, and I think it's just all about having uh, the right mindset of when you go out there on the power play. Like, you need to um, feel like you're going to score, and I think we did that, and now we have a lot more confidence going into the next weekend. Yeah, I mean, on the power play, that shot that you had, Izzy, was nasty. I mean, <laughs> from from the top of the circle, top corner, perfectly placed. I was I was just in awe. Seems like you practiced that shot a lot, no? Uh, it's funny because usually I would say Lily's. That's more her type of goal. It's not really Ooh, my okay. typical nice shot. But um, I think yeah, I've been working out a little bit this season. You know, staying after practice, uh, shooting mm-hmm. from that area because I know I'm going to get my chances. And luckily, that one went in, so felt good. I'll share a little secret, too. She's definitely uh, watching that before this <laughs> on the Instagram. Okay, okay. <laughs> Channeled her inner Lily uh, for that shot. Yep. Um, no, I know. I, I love that. You know, regardless, I mean, Farku Akshay and I all went nuts over there. We're like, oh, my God, it went in. What a nasty goal. <laughs> and, you know, the, um, the Big Red welcomed back some very prominent 
women's hockey alumni this week, and they definitely brought the energy, you know, including big names uh, from players from Team Canada like Zandi Hart, Jenner, Sonier, O'Neill, uh, Brabanet, and Rougeau, to name a few. And so, you know, how did it feel to have so many um, alumni, you know, come out this past weekend to support you guys at home, you know, for the home opener? Um, I think it was really special for our program. You know, we've produced – Cornell Hockey has produced a lot of um, amazing players, and we have a rich tradition of women's hockey here, and I think it was really cool to just see the support um, we have, and it really extends beyond the current players. Like, our alumni are great. Um, even people who graduated 10, 20 years out, um, they still support us, and we feel their love, and I think this weekend was no different. It was just great to have them in the stands. They were They were pretty rowdy, so it was exciting to see, and then obviously – um, I was fortunate, fortunate enough to play with Micah, Zandi Hart, Jamie Bourbonnet, Kristen O'Neill, Paige Lewis, Grace Graham, Amy Curlew uh, on my freshman year on that 2019-20 team. And I hadn't seen a lot of them since the pandemic hit in 2020. So I was super excited to see them back and they definitely gave us a boost. Yeah, I would agree. I obviously didn't play with any of those players. So uh, I guess for me, they were always players that I watched um, and then obviously it was really fun to have the older alum there as well and to see everyone in the stands it, I think it definitely helped with our energy this weekend and hearing them just cheer for us was super exciting to see and then even after the game like um, you know kind of everyone was in the training room and it was just super exciting like the girls who did play together were really excited to see one another and um, all of us girls who didn't play with any of them were also just excited to meet everyone so it was really fun to see just how long like the Cornell like lineage kind of goes back and it was awesome meeting all the um, the greats so it was really exciting yeah it was a nice celly after the game with the with, with the uh, alumni too it was pretty cool I mean, you spoke about uh, speaking with them in the locker room. Like, was there, like, how was, what was the atmosphere like? What were, what did you guys talk about? What would you go over? Like, tips or just, like, old stories? Like, what was, what was the whole feeling like? Um, I think probably there was a lot of old stories, at least in the, the training room, um, that you heard from players and it, just like the energy was super, just, exciting to see and girls like were just congratulating us for the win you know players I hadn't even met um were introducing themselves so it was just really cool to um know that we have like such a close community that goes all the way back um yeah I think like it's a lot of players on our team including myself like you open the door and like there's Brianne Jenner just standing there she's one of the best players in the world and um there's so many gold medals in that room it's kind of like you're starstruck but they were in your shoes at one point, and it's just fun to hear their stories. And uh, we experience a lot of similar things, and uh, there's a lot of the same traditions as when they were here, so it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, I was going to say, I was walking through the hallway before the game, and I think Brienne Jenner passed me. I was like, wait a minute, wait, that's, that's Brienne Jenner, what the heck? And then, no, yeah, so um, let's talk about your careers with the Big Red, respectfully. Uh, you know, Izzy, we'll start with you. You know, 56 points, 14 goals, 46 assists, and 60 games played. You know, always contributing offensively so you know what do you see as the biggest contributing factor to your success um I think my first year here I kind of came in didn't know what to expect and the game was a lot faster than I anticipated so um the playmaking part of it and the decision making I was a little slow and then I think I kind of gained some confidence and in, in my own skills and that I could yeah. play at this level and then think it kind of just took off from there but I would say that I'm kind of like a pass first player and I like to move the puck and set up other people for plays and that's kind of how I found my success um yeah 
And then Lily, you know, 30 points, 14 goals, 16 is assists in 32 games. And you've had an amazing start to your career with the Big Red. So, you know, what's one word you would use um, to describe your game? Um, I would say competitive. competitive um, okay. I like to go into every game just thinking about competing as hard as I can. Um, I like to say, like, I'm an offensive player and I like contributing in that area. But I also think that comes with playing defense as well and being competitive in both sides of the rink. Yeah, always bringing the energy. I like it. Well, Izzy, you were named captain this year. So what does that meant in the locker room and out on the ice, whether the team's down by a couple goals or whatever's going on, what does that mean for your role specifically this year? Um, I think one thing that I try to keep in mind, obviously it's an honor to be named a captain in any um, situation. I think I just try to be myself. I don't want to change who I am just because, you know, I have a letter on my jersey. I just want to be myself, and that's just I'm pretty, like, loose, and um, I'm not too serious all the time, so I kind of just try to keep the locker room loose and make people laugh and make sure they're having fun and it's not too serious, but also, you know, there are those times when you need to be serious and lock in, and I think it's just uh, trying to find a balance in that and um, learning uh, each of my teammates what they respond to the best, whether that's like a little kick in the butt or, or if it's a uh, words of encouragement. It's kind of what I've been learning to try to do to make sure I can try to get the most out of my teammates in any situation. I love it. And, you know, let's take it back to the beginning, though. Like, you know, what what got you into playing hockey um, originally? Um, it's kind of a funny story, actually. I, uh, no one in my family played hockey, so, and I live in Minnesota, which is kind of odd, but uh, my neighbor played hockey, and um, I was about eight years old, and we were over in his garage, and he was going to hockey practice, and I thought it looked pretty cool, like all the gear he's putting on stuff. So I ran back over to my house across the street. I told my dad I wanted to play hockey, and he wow. was like, what the heck? Didn't know anything about hockey. And he put uh, me and my brother, who's three years younger than I am, in the same level. So it, I was an eight-year-old playing mini-mites, so I was way too old to play mini-mites. Mm -hmm. And he was also in mini-mites, so I played a year of mini-mites at eight and then kind of just took off from there. Yeah, honestly, that's really sweet. Well, how about you? Oh, um, I grew up and my dad coached, I guess it was my high school's rival school. And I grew up no just, way. yeah, uh, Breck school and I went to Blake. So we were always playing Breck. But um, yeah, so it was kind of a crazy story. But anyways, I grew up being a really big fan of Breck and the boys team there. I just remember going to the rink, watching all of their games um you know I was I painted my face for their games a lot and then um yeah ever since then I just got into playing hockey and you know I was always just out on the ice playing in the pond just because you know every corner that you turned in the winter there was basically uh, a park flooded so it was really easy to get into and just the community mm -hmm. that I lived in and uh, my dad being a coach too uh helped with that as well yeah well your dad was a coach, but also we know that your dad played as a goalie for Colgate, um, class of 86. <laughs> so are there any family rivalries? And I, I bet the Colgate games are really fun, but is there anything secret going on there that you'd like to tell us? Uh, I mean, for sure. At, at first, I obviously was kind of a fan of Colgate just because of my dad. You know, I'd grow up, had a few T-shirts um, that I used to wear that said Colgate University on them. And then I came here. Everyone told me about the rivalry, and I was like, oh, like, I don't know. Like, I kind of have a soft spot for Colgate, but mm -hmm. 
completely changed now. I would say if I had to play, you know, one team right now, it would probably be Colgate. Really looking mm-hmm. forward to that. And um, I think that we're all really excited. But anyways, yeah, my dad and I have very different views regarding the, the Colgate team. Oh, because I, uh, I bet that's always fun. You know, and you guys have known each other for seven years. So, you know, do you remember how you first met? Uh, I think Izzy remembers a little better than I do. Yeah, so I met Lily actually probably 14 or 15 years ago. We, uh, one of my best friends growing up lived across the street from Lily, and they were like uh, really good family friends in the neighborhood. So I was over at my friend's house, um, and I was like probably seven or eight at the time, and Lily was six or whatever. I don't know how old she was. And I was playing with my friend, and her sister was friends with Lily, and Lily came to the door and opened, opened the door, and I was like, oh, who's this? And they're like, oh, it's Lily. Didn't, you know, I was like, oh, okay, hey, Lily. Didn't see her again for till we got to high school together, but I remember uh, meeting her at the, that day at the front door in the house, and then obviously we came together again seven or eight years later in high school, but okay. that's when we first met. Nice. When you saw each other in high school, how was that, like? Did, was it like wow I've seen you before or how was that interaction? I remembered her I don't know if she knew who I was uh. I I didn't remember just because it was a very brief interaction and I think I was just ready to play with my neighbor and play capture the flag so I don't really remember yeah. it but um I do remember meeting Izzy in high school and uh, I think first seeing her at in tryouts um I was a little nervous because I was like this girl's really good we're both trying to make the team um and then thankfully we both ended up making it but at first i was like who's this girl in uh, this gray cage kind of dusty sty but i couldn't really say much either because i also looked bad so but anyways it was it was a good first meeting yeah and i mean how has your relationship grown over the years you know both on and off the ice because you two are like the freaking frat girls honestly it's so cool. <laughs> um i think i would categorize our relationship as more of like sisters like we yeah. obviously we're really good friends but you know, we have our odd fight here and there about little things or whatever, but I think it's just, um, you know, we've known each other so long, and I think our off-ice friendship has really helped us on the ice in our chemistry. I mean, we've played together now on the same line for seven years, so we kind of had that instant chemistry my freshman year of high school, and Lily was in eighth grade, and then never stopped there, and then off the ice, you know, we carpooled in high school. Um, mm-hmm. We live five minutes from each other. Um, and now we live together at Cornell. So it really is mm-hmm. like we've been together, kind of attached at the hip for a long time. And um, yeah, I'm just lucky to have her as a friend. And you guys played on the same line. So is there a favorite memory uh, from when you were playing at Blake? Um, I mean, I don't want to speak for both of us, but I would say could probably going into the state championship and winning uh, the two years that we were there. Um, it was just a unreal crazy experience um for our team and then also because we were on the same line um and being so young i think i was eighth grade she's a freshman and then also mm-hmm. going the year after that is just um something that is really unique and just really fun to be able to play at the excel energy center with your best friend and best friends um so i would say for me definitely uh playing with izzy in the in winning the state tournament yeah, I think that definitely sticks out in the state tournament. There's one goal Lily scored, um, scored it immediately, sprinted to our student section right away from all our teammates and did like a massive celly into the glass. But um, other than that, I think our first year playing together, something that stuck out was I think we were kind of discounted. We were placed on a line, not expected to do very well. 
and I think we proved everyone wrong and I think that was like just both of us had a sense of like okay like we're actually pretty pretty good players and can play at this level and then it kind of just grew from there so I think just proving a lot of people wrong that year um, kind of helped us yeah. moving forward. Yeah, so just one more quick question before we wrap up the sim in here. You know, big weekend for the Big Red. You guys hit the road as we face off against uh, Quinnipiac on uh, on Friday in Hamden, a very formidable rink, and Princeton at Hobie Baker this Saturday. You know, quite the matchup. So, what are your two, uh, what are your guys' three keys to a successful weekend for the Big Red? I would say um, probably something that we both mentioned at the beginning of this is consistency would be um, one thing. Looking forward or looking into this weekend and then I would also say uh, mental toughness again those would definitely be two big things and then um, I would also just say competing generally just making sure that we continue to compete against these uh, teams who are very talented teams in our league and it's going to be really good matchup so I think if we can remember those three things then um, it should be it should be good games. All right, well, thank you so much to Lily and Izzy for your time in the Simbin, but you listeners already know what's up next. It's the Slapshot Round right after this. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Slapshot Round, where we ask hard-hitting, fun questions and have you answer them as quick as you can. So... Per tradition, we always got to ask the first question. Are you good to go? Yep. Yep. Sounds good. So how does upstate New York compare to Minnesota? Uh, I'm a huge homebody, so I love Minnesota. So I'll never okay. say it's better than Minnesota. But okay. um, it it's beautiful. I'll give it that right now, especially the color. The color is changing. The leaves changing is nice. I would say it doesn't get as cold as Minnesota, but... I would say I'm not as much as a homebody as Izzy, so I love upstate New York, and uh, I love the leaves, right, especially right now. So I'm a huge fan of like the nature like around here in upstate New York. It's a lot more pretty than, I guess, some of the farms back home. All right. NHL There's not that many farms. <laughs> uh, favorite NHL team? Uh, the Wild. The Wild, okay. Uh, Boston Bruins. Ooh, okay, Boston Bruins. I, I like that. I like that. Now, which matchup this season do you look forward to the most? Um, I think Colgate is definitely one we circle on the calendar, but also Princeton. It's a big rival of ours. Uh, definitely Colgate for me. Uh, Princeton as well, but Colgate definitely number one. All right, what is your favorite away rink to play in? Um, I like playing at Clarkson or Harvard. Um, I like Clarkson too, and I also like St. Lawrence's new rink. It's pretty cool. Now, what's your favorite hockey moment together? Can be from high school, can be from any time. I think uh, one of my favorite moments was Lily's first goal last year. It was like between the legs tip, and I assisted on it, so it was kind of a cool moment. Um, I mean, just I would say the state championships together again, uh, winning those, and um, also uh, we had a section semi-final play face off uh little backdoor pass to izzy and she had a nice sally as well so that was a pretty fun moment uh so izzy gill and rory have said that their all-time funniest on ice moment with the big red was you falling during the northeastern game what's your funniest moment oh gosh um yeah i'm not surprised they said that but 
actually one of the funniest moments I've seen. It was a year before I came to Cornell. Actually, also happened at Northeastern, and it was Devin Fascinato behind the net, toe picking, like losing an edge, flying into the boards, and it was just kept getting replayed in slow motion on the jumbotron. It was in uh, the NCAA quarterfinal, and that's something that stuck out to me. Literally the same spot that they're talking about on the ice. So I don't know. There's got to be something in that area. Uh, funniest moment? I mean, I'd have to say probably what Rory and I think, would you say Gil or Ashley said? Yeah. Um, would I would probably be Izzy in her spin cycle. Um, <laughs> and then I think just Paige Kenyon, Rage. She's had a few dark guns. It's just anytime she falls is really just fun to see. <laughs> Funny to see. Yeah, Caitlin Jockham's always good for a good dark gun too, so. Favorite season of the year? Uh, fall. Yeah, I would say fall as well, especially here. All right. So, Lily, some guests before have also said that you have the best ox. Now, what song never ceases to hype up the team? That's a tough one. Um, there's definitely a few, but if I had to say uh, Cream Remix by Platinum Doug is um, a big one. And then recently, um, Vegas by Doja Cat. Uh, is also another one that we've been listening to. And then any pregame superstitions or traditions that you have personally? Lily's extremely superstitious, but I would say for me, always uh, tape my stick. Um, I put my right side of my gear on before my left. Um, And then in warm-ups, I always like drink my water at certain time, uh, whenever. So kind of weird, but. Uh, yeah, I'm very superstitious. Um, it's honestly hard to even remember all of mine. I have to be like in the moment, but I have to be in Gillis Frechette's car. Um, have to get an ice red eye coffee before the game. Um, I have to watch like four certain hockey videos. Have to listen to some of the same songs. Uh, have to tape my stick. Have to hit, hit the wall a certain amount of times and then um izzy and i have a handshake too before every game so those are just some of the few it, it has to be specifically gillis's car uh, yeah it has to be i mean uh, i try drive i have a car of my own so i feel a little selfish not driving um but for some reason when i got into gillis's car last year at some point it seemed to work out and i think it's kind of stuck i think we had a good game so i need to keep that one now so and did the handshake start while you were at Blake or Cornell? Like, when did that start? Uh, it started at Blake, I would say, uh, not right away. But then we were like, okay, we need a little handshake before um, every game. And we changed it up throughout the year. So so this one is new for Cornell. The most overrated TV show right now? Um, Lily would probably say any show I watch. I, lo- I watch a lot of reality TV, like the Kardashians and stuff, which is kind of embarrassing. But... Um, I don't know. That's a tough question. I'm a big TV watcher, so I like all shows. You know, I wouldn't say every show that Izzy watches. We have a lot of shows in common, but then I would say I think she really likes Big Brother, but I have yet to get into that one. <laughs> so I'll go with Big Brother, I guess. If you were to play another collegiate sport other than hockey, what would it be and why? Um, I would say tennis or golf. Because I really enjoy playing those sports outside of hockey. 
Um, I would say lacrosse because I really like watching it and I used to play in middle school. And then this is going to be a weird one. I'm not really sure if it's a sport, college sport, but surfing, I feel like it could be, I don't think that's a college sport, but if I could surf, that would be, um, ideal. How'd you get into surfing? You from Minnesota? Well, I mean, I wouldn't say I'm into surfing. I've surfed twice in my life, but um, I've really enjoyed it. And like, if I had to be good at something, I would think it would be really cool to be good at surfing. Uh, awesome. Well, thank you so much to Izzy and Lily for joining us on the Slapshot. It's been an honor to have you, and of course, best of luck this weekend. Go Big Red! Thank you, guys. Thank you. Hey, Mister Timekeeper, how much time is left? One minute remaining in the interview. One minute. All right. As per tradition, always good to hear from Izzy and Lily. Quite the conversation, wouldn't you say, Akshay? I was just amazing speaking with those two. Absolutely. And, you know, a very, very big weekend ahead for the Big Red on the road. So the Big Red opens ECAC play officially this weekend with a split against Quinney at the newly christened M&T Bank Center in Hamden on Friday. Don't know why they changed the name. I liked People's United Center better, but that's beside the point. What do we got for Saturday, Akshay? Uh, Saturday face Princeton at Hobie Baker Arena, and it should just be an overall amazing weekend of hockey. Especially since the Bobcats remain undefeated at 7-0 after beating Harvard on the road at Lina East. You know, both games are at 6 p.m. puck drop and can be streamed on ESPN+. Or if you're local and just want to make the road trip, come out and support. It's always a good time. And with that, thank you for tuning into this episode of the Big Red Hockey Cast for and from the Line of Faithful. This has been a Big Red Sports Network production. BRSN is a student-run organization dedicated to promoting the voices of Cornell student-athletes. Make sure to check out Cornell BRSN on Instagram and online at www.cornellbrsn.com. As always, special thanks to our producers, Mike Farku, Matthew Furman, Abby Ruggiero, Gabe Zolot, Jay Klein, and our entire BRSN team. Ciao, ciao for now.